All right, everybody, welcome to this episode of Learning the Tropes. I'm Aaron. And I'm Clayton. And oh, we're you, both virgin. I, what? I, I, so I just come in now with it, that long pause. <laughs> I, I didn't know if, if you introduced me or what. Anyway, I'm producer Patty. I'm here, too. We were going to wow, say we're right. Virgin River fanatics. I was fanatics. about to say we're both Virgin River veterans, but, you know, yeah. jump right in. Oh, sorry. It was a long pause, and I'm a producer, and I, I don't like dead air. <laughs> Um, So you guys much requested us to review this season of Virgin River. Uh, This season is 12 episodes. And in this episode, we are going to... There's 12 episodes of the show Virgin River. And we're going to be splitting it up and doing... um, Reviewing three episodes of the show at a time. Um, So in this episode, we are going to be talking about episode one, Be My Baby... Episode two, Father Knows Best, uh, and episode three, Grilled. Yes, and this is season four of Virgin River, if you can believe it. I know. It's crazy to think of that we are in season four and that it's been not even a full season of time in Virgin River. Yes, well, yeah, obvious. I mean, so let's just jump into this because... Yeah, we got to. This is too much. I was really excited to be back with all my friends mm-hmm. in Virgin River. It, I, 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 you know, everybody knows I love this show. And it was weird because I almost forgot how much I loved the show. And when I put on that first episode, I just, it was like sinking into a warm bath. Not to be too <laughs> cliche about it, but it truly, truly was. So yeah, so you had the beginning was a dream sequence, which I I mean narratively I really hate uh, in pretty much everything. How long did it take you to realize it was a dream sequence? Because I was I was thinking it was real a little longer than me and Aaron watched it together, and Aaron said, "Oh, this is a dream sequence," and I was still like, "Oh yeah, I guess it is." So even when her <laughs> dead ex husband showed up, you still thought maybe this is a, a zombie. I mean. In Virgin River, is that totally out of the realm of possibility? Uh, no, because there's been twins. Right. There's been, yeah, I mean, there, I would there's not. Been a tw- yeah, there's been a twin brother of a dead person. Which so. is like a resurrection, right. it, it, seemingly. So, yeah, I I didn't know until he showed up. I, I, she was very pregnant at the mo- at that moment, like mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the dream. And I thought, maybe they're just going forward a lot. Who knows? Right, right. Yeah. But you pegged it. You smelled it. You smelled it immediately, Aaron. Yes. There was something about, like, the the glaze over the screen. And then, yeah. While I think the show could definitely use a time jump, I didn't think that they would do that and sort of yeah. jump ahead nine months to her being that pregnant. Or, you know, seven months or so. Um, so, no, I knew it was a dream sequence. But I agree I'm happy to be back in Virgin River. And I think we can all agree that, like, maybe season three just, like, canonically did not happen. <laughs> I don't know about not happen, but I think we have to give yeah. them the benefit of the doubt because this there was a COVID. It was mm-hmm. a COVID season. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of things they couldn't do. I mean, we didn't get any hope. We're getting a ton of hope right now. Oh, hope yeah, is alive. God. Yeah. So I think what we were usually doing in these past episodes when we reviewed is go over each big character storylines. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that works the best. Now we gotta, you have a heart out. 
and we got to not that's spend... That's been made clear. Yeah, that's been made very clear. And we have to <laughs> not spend a lot of time talking about, like a half an hour talking about Lizzie and then not being able to talk about Jack. I so, mean, like, listen, I can leave and you guys can continue talking. But I, yeah, I got it. I have dinner planned, so, so I got to go. So let's start with Jack and Mel. And, yeah. yes. and Charmaine, the love triangle, well, still? Sh- okay, our wonderful Charmaine is in this these episodes for less than two minutes and she just divulges the sex of jack's twins though which is a huge bombshell and one (laughs) not to him because he does not care well he doesn't he he didn't want to wait was it charmaine who says she didn't want to know she wanted to be a a surprise or oh no it was charmaine and her new husband wanted it to be a surprise right Mm mm-hmm or no, Jack wanted it to be a surprise. Well, Jack wants it to be a surprise in the sense that tell him when the kid is like eight. Yes, yes. That's when Jack maybe wants to first know what the deal is with these twins. But right. Charm- Once the kids are living fully independently in the house he bought them. Exactly. Which will be like probably in the next few years. Uh, <laughs> so Charmaine tells one of the game circle, which is where, you know, Hope and all the busybody women, and I say that with great love, Mm -hmm. of Virgin River sit at Jack's bar and play games and talk and knit and do whatever. And she tells one of them the sex of the babies. Now we know this is going to get to Connie and once (laughs) it gets to Connie Mm -hmm. it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was a big development that happened in a very short amount of time. So Charmaine will definitely see more of her because we still don't know what the deal is with her husband. Pat still thinks that he is somehow related to the shooting of Jack, but it seems like that's not the case. It seems like that's not the case, but something's got to be up with him. I mean, before we get to Jack and Mel, where where do you guys, these first three episodes, how are we feeling about the the Char situation, how much Char we've gotten uh, does Jack care? It is it is incredible how little Jack cares about Charmaine and yeah. her pregnancy at this point. Well, he's got another pregnancy to deal with, Mel's pregnancy, because mm-hmm. his dad comes to visit, and 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 Mel drops the bomb that he's having twins with Charmaine, and then doesn't. I mean, and then and and she asks Jack, "Well, should I say anything about our, uh, you know, my pregnancy?" He's like, "No, don't, because my dad is gonna freak out if he thinks I got two women pregnant." Yeah, Jack's dad's reaction was like, "You got Charmaine pregnant?" It was like definitely there was some uh, uh, there was something that where the dad was like, "Of all people, Charmaine." Well, I I didn't get that. <laughs> I think he. Well, maybe, I don't know. I think his he had reaction, something against Charmaine. His reaction was, you should have married her mm-hmm. because that's what we do. We just bite the bullet and do things that we don't want to do in this family. And right. that was, you know, the dad comes and he's talking to Jack about how Jack's life is not great. Like, he, he has wasted potential. And it's like Jack served in the military, owns his own business, lives in a beautiful uh, uh, place, has a great bar, knocked up two beautiful women. I mean, possibly didn't knock up Mel, but he will eventually knock up Mel. I mean, that's going to be his kids. They're going to be his kids, right? Or his kids. Even if it was her dead ex-husband's sperm that officially 
fertilize the eggs. I feel like Jack's sperm is what like pushed it forward. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I feel like that'll be a revelation is that like Jack's sperm had something to do with it for sure. Like I'll cover you. Yeah. I'll cover you. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. And then you go to the egg. So Aaron, what do you what do you think of like how much Charmaine we've gotten so far? Three episodes in, and and do you think that Charmaine is going to be in the show this little going forward, or do you think they've got something? Is there something big coming up with her, or is she really going to be a featured player on the show at this point? Oh, I mean, listen, as the woman who plays Charmaine has been the only one who has reached out or talked to us. We can never get enough of her. Obviously, we're big Charmaine fans. I mean, I think we'll probably see more of her as time goes on. I think there's just like a lot of like the thing about Virgin River is there's a lot of stories. And this is a show about revealing information Mm -hmm. constantly. And so I think that, yeah, definitely. I think she'll come back. And especially like as the twins are being born, I see Jack, you know, because Jack has like a hint of an alpha male sort of like really into property situation. And so I can see him being like, no, those kids are mine, trying to kind of exert himself throughout the birth and things like that. Because Charmaine has already like wanted to move away and he said no. And I can imagine Charmaine is going to like want an epidural and he'll be like, no, that's not good for the baby or something. Mm -hmm. What are the chances that at some point Jack says to Charmaine, no, those kids are mine and Mel's? (laughs) I mean, I I yeah. I don't think that I don't think that would happen. I mean, no. he loves Mel so much more than Charmaine. And it would be so much easier for him to just have all the kids, just Mel, Charmaine's out. It, it's just odd. It just 50-50. Feels... He's a he's a good guy, obviously. He's a great man, but there's a fifty percent chance he tells Charmaine that he wants Mel to raise her kid. And and we're spending a lot of time on I mean we love Charmaine but yeah. we're spending a lot okay. of time on somebody who's not even in this show yeah, right we're now. Just and kind remember, of like speculating. But yeah, there's 12 is, episodes, Pat. So that's why yeah. I mean if this was 10 episodes I'd be really upset cuz that means there's only 7. Right. But now there's there's add what? Uh two more. So All right. Mm-hmm. So you guys take us through what are the big Mel and Jack developments these first 3 episodes? I mean, there's a there's a lot. Yeah. It is so you know through the pregnancy. It's interesting because you know not to bring up Charmaine after we just said we were done talking about her, but like she Jack's insistence that this is a high risk pregnancy versus Charmaine, who's actually having a high risk pregnancy, is just odd to see. And the amount that Jack is trying to like assert himself and like tell this woman who it has been like a licensed midwife for years at this stage. And this is not her first pregnancy kind of trying to tell her what they should be concerned about and things like that. You know, I think that Jack can be a little bit clueless every once in a while. And I think that was kind of showing that. And Mel really took it all in stride. Cause I think if I was pregnant and people were telling me that much about how I should be, I would be a little bit more annoyed. Yeah, it's a really interesting tension because Mm -hmm. Jack's heart is definitely in the right place, but he's putting his foot in his mouth a lot when Mm -hmm. she comes back from a run and he's asking her questions about, well, maybe you sure you shouldn't just be power walking all this stuff. And he really is getting scared 
that they're going to have a miscarriage because she had had one. And then we have the scene where she, the two of the people from the like tent, drug tent world or whatever, come in. And uh, one is the woman's having a baby, and she had no prenatal care. She'd never been to a doctor or whatever, and she's having a, a, a hard childbirth. And then we're there's a new doctor. We'll talk about this guy. Cameron is his name. I think so. The mm. hunky new doctor. So oh, anyway, he's great. Yeah. Since almost everybody who gets pregnant on this sh- this show has to have twins. <laughs> this woman starts pushing, pushing. She, she's pushing out the baby, and the baby's not breathing. And it's this devastating moment of, I thought, oh, this baby's got to start breathing at some point. And then this baby dies. Then another baby comes out, and that baby is healthy. And mm-hmm. Mel dealing with having to t- deliver a stillborn baby – and it hit her so close to home now that she's pregnant too and Jack is on her about all these different things that could – you know, he, he's basically saying like if you make one false move, you're going to repeat history. And it makes me feel like he feels like there's something wrong with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the way Mel is holding it in and then crying when she needs to and just dealing with all these emotions, I thought – that dramatically that was really powerful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was i was my eyes were wet several times during those moments mhm mhm i yeah i agree her having kind of the space to deal with like obviously what was such a traumatic event previously and but it's a good problem or like it's it's an interesting thing to have happen within the confines of the story because it's also like this is how these two people would act like you can see that like mel would sort of internalize her feelings about what she's scared of and try to like put on a happy face and then you can see that jack would be like a little bit overbearing and a little bit clumsy and not really know what to do with his emotions so in that way it is like it's an interesting thing to watch because i think it feels pretty real Mm mm-hmm and Cameron, who's the new hot doctor, mm-hmm. has been hired. He's flirting with Mel. Mm-hmm. They have a lot in common. They both love to run. They both love to run. Jack doesn't get it. Jack, no, Jack doesn't like to run. <laughs> he gets bored. He, he gets, gets bored. bored of running. He gets bored. And they have a barbecue where, oh, this is great, where Cameron does that like early 2000s spiel about how the people were in Iraq and I uh, and in uh, Afghanistan for oil. Remember mm-hmm. that? Where oh, he's yeah, like yeah, he, yeah, there's people dying for oil. And and Jack says, "Well, you're oversimplifying it." And it's like there's a lot of tension there. And he, so he, he had just watched like a John Cusack 2006 movie. He had just seen like Rendition. Exactly. Yeah. On, so on Cinemax the night before. So that that was happening, and then you know Jack starts drinking hard liquor, mm-hmm. which is funny because I love how there in this show there is a hard line between Jack always having a beer in his hand and pulling out the liquor bottle from under the kitchen sink and taking swigs. It's so funny. I mean, he is he's a functioning alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is starting to now reemerge because of all these different things. His dad saying stuff, 
about him and how his life isn't isn't what it could be, which they kind of resolve a little bit. Yeah, him and his dad seem like in a good place by the end of episode three, mm-hmm. though. Who knows where it, what happens when the dad finds out that he's also knocked up Mel. Yes, that he might has be. three children on the way from yes. two different yeah. women. It is funny that his father's coming down on him being like, no, it's about traditional and standing up for responsibility. And he's like, your mother is divorcing me, though. Because mm-hmm. she wants to travel and I don't want to. So, and she fell uh, in love with her art teacher. Yeah, like listen, this I don't know this woman. She hasn't appeared on screen yet, but I know everything I need to know about that relationship. About Jack's parents, I could tell you beat for beat. Mm-hmm. And did we, she's better off with that art teacher. <laughs> did you we know? know before th- these episodes that Jack's background was that he was from like an academic? sort of like coastal elite uppity family. I that I was it that was interesting to to know that that he basically was supposed to be a college on a track to be a college professor instead he yeah. went to the army. He turned down Berkeley. He turned down Berkeley, yeah. Um, be I, didn't, I didn't know that. Jack's yeah. he has so many sides. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> So we got that. What is there anything else with Jack that we got to talk about? Well, I mean, there was the barbecue with Cameron. He's he Jack did not like the way Cameron made those steaks, though. The brief glimpse we had of them on the plate, the steaks looked pretty good. Well, you can't tell until you cut into a steak. Right, right, yeah. right. I, mean? I wonder what Jack didn't like. Do you think he overcooked the steaks? I bet you Cameron overcooked the steaks. Yeah. yeah. He's an overcooker. Yeah. yeah. I loved that outdoor setup that she had. Like, we didn't even know she had that insane outdoor oven grill situation, which Jack, I'm sure, also made with his bare hands, because what can he do? When Jack and Cameron were sitting in the chairs out outside of her house, and they were just having those beers before she got there, I did ask Aaron, it's like, would you want to move to Virgin River? Like, there there are those (laughs) moments sometimes Mm -hmm. when I watch that, and I'm like... Ah, we should just live there. Yeah. This looks better. <laughs> I mean, I think summering there maybe is yeah, the yeah, yeah. It. Own property yeah. there and live in the city the rest of the time. What did we think of, you know, going back to Mel and dealing with all her pregnancy trauma, the way they, uh, the show throws it in her face by having that that couple appear at the doctor's office. She's, the woman is fully in labor and Mel has to... Uh, uh, handle the the delivery and, you know, the first uh, of the two babies she gives birth to dies in delivery. Yeah. Like, was that, I mean, listen, Mel's great and 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 you really feel the, the emotion of that scene, but that was a very heavy-handed way for Mel to have to deal with this. I, you know what, I... It was great. I... Agree, but I, I like I said previously, it worked for me. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, the fact that it was so, just right there. This isn't a show about. It's not an esoteric show. Right. It's not a show that well you can take from it what you will. It's not. It's not Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Virgin River. So right. it's going to be a little ham. They are neighboring towns, though. They are. Yes, they're right across the river from each other. They're going to hit you over the head with a few things. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, and we're not going to talk about them now, but Ricky and Lizzie, where that waitress that we've never seen before comes in and says, 
women, you know, you got to fight for a woman and blah, 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 and all that stuff, which is, you don't, nowadays, you just leave her alone. Right, right, You know, Lizzie does not want to deal with you, leave her alone. Right. But Mm -hmm. that's when the heavy handedness kind of comes in. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you could, you could do that with a look. You don't have to have a random waitress come over and talk to him and tell him, go after her. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's you know at least have like a character that we care about give that advice right right um, that couple was interesting the that that gave birth because they were supposed to be just like living totally in the woods they were part of the drug guys yeah, they're, they're the, they're the shanty town encampment. people yeah they're the yeah. encampment people that's Got why it. they don't go to the hospital they don't have prenatal care Got it okay yeah. so they're specifically part of the drug gang mm-hmm. God, yeah. I thought they were just like separately, like sort of like off the grid backwoods. People. No, no, we know. Uh, I we, guess we, maybe. I, I, I don't think that's the case. I think the assumption is that they're part of that whole group. Got it. That lives uh, outside the law. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, yeah, it's it's. It's so weird to see a uh, birth scene in Doc's doctor's office. Yeah, I mean, Aaron is when we we're watching it. You were like, I, they're just doing it on the examining table. There's nothing else they could do. Yeah. They had to do what they could do. Yeah. But so we got Mel, we got Jack. Do we want to go to Preacher? I mean, we could do Preacher. Preacher's is very quick because the kid was kidnapped last mm-hmm. last season. Right. They're still Page's not son. Paige's son was kidnapped by her ex's twin brother. Mm, yes, pretty much. Yeah, who yeah. we then find out also shot Jack. That's mind blowing. But yeah, yeah. I, I did not think he would be connected to Jack. That's yeah. nuts. So Preacher starts, starts taking martial arts. Yeah. At Hakido, is that what it is? But with yeah. children. Well, he doesn't know it's with children. Mm-hmm. He thinks it's a beginner's class, mm-hmm. and it is, but it's a beginner's ki- kid's class. He meets the beautiful sensei, and mm-hmm. they hit it off. And mm-hmm. I, and she's a headhunter and a martial arts teacher. Yep. She just loves finding people the right jobs mm-hmm. and then also teaching serenity and fighting skills. Mm-hmm. Now, it was a little sitcom-y when the kid is able to take Preacher down just with, like, a swift move of his hand. Oh, that was cool. I think but, that showed a lot of respect for the martial art. Uh, I think Preacher would have kicked the shit out of that kid if he wanted to. Right, also, but not, like, in the, Preacher, not in the practice. Yeah, he, he Preacher doesn't understand who yeah. was a Marine, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the part, like, I feel like Preacher can be really incons- inconsistent as a character because it's, like, he was a Marine, like, he, he, like, knows his way around weapons, like, they are taught hand-to-hand combat. So it's just weird that then he would be like, oh, no, I have to go, and now I have to learn martial arts as a way of self-defense. It's not a, it, no, he wants, he wants, he wants, he wants something that's a stress reliever. He's not oh. doing it to be, like, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. He, oh, okay. he, he, yeah, he wants to learn uh, yeah. a martial art, because martial arts aren't about fighting. They're about, oh. yeah, they're about being centered and just being able to, I think he wants to be able to relieve stress in a way that's not harmful to anybody. Yeah. It's like when okay. you do yoga, Aaron, 
you could also just yeah. like go do kung fu instead. Yeah. <laughs> but I went to yoga with a bunch of children. That's what I was saying to Pat too, though. Like if I went to pick up my five-year-old niece from her taekwondo and there was a fully adult man in the class as well, I would be like, what's happening here? You know what I mean? Well, it's Virgin it's, River, so I do think there's there's an understanding. Yeah. And that if maybe, that man was yeah. preacher, I think you would walk in and you'd be like, hubba hubba. Yeah. You would just like push our niece's face out of the way. Go go, go play over there. Go play over there. <laughs> Don't tell Uncle Pat. Yeah. Um, no. I yeah, and that's kind of preachers also hold like holding down the entire kitchen oh of uh Jack's bar. We see him going shopping when he kind of runs into his his teacher as well. Mm-hmm. And that, that was amazing. We, we've all just watched The Bear, so I feel like we all really know exactly what happens at a restaurant. And, like, the amount of food that he was buying was shocking for f- having to feed the entire town. Yeah, I mean, I think he was maybe just picking up a few select items. I don't know if he, he probably gets deliveries for other stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I Okay, so we, me and Aaron were talking about that when he was shopping for food because – if you remember last season or the season before, whenever there was the uh, food poisoning episode, mm-hmm. he talked about a like farm or something where he gets all of his lettuce. Sort of. I I don't. I think he does do his shopping by hand. I don't think he's getting big deliveries. I mean, it's crazy because he makes everyone's three meals a day mm-hmm. in that town. Mm-hmm. But I do think Preacher goes to farmer's markets and shops with a, like, shoulder shopping basket, and that's how he stocks Jack's bar. I mean, maybe. Uh, the, the the interesting, I think, thing with Preacher's story, which I'm hoping that... I'm hoping that this is his love. Like, we need... He needs to have luck in love because he had yeah. Paige who turned out to be somebody on the lamb. You had then the woman from San Francisco that wanted to give him a, a job. Remember her mm-hmm. that yeah. he was into and oh, she that's left. Right. Yeah, she was great. And now this woman, I just want him to have some sort of love in his life. Ah. But mm-hmm. there is a scene with preacher and mm-hmm. Connie. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the kid and how, Connie says, I should have done more if I would have picked up a knife or something. I mean, the thing with Connie <laughs> is she was so into dumping dead bodies and knowing where they were where they were located. Connie helped him bury the body, right? Or she burned it up with no, him? No, she didn't help him. I don't, I don't think she physically she was knew. there. Okay. But now she is just fantasizing about murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Connie, if there's there's definitely a darkness. There's definitely a true crime addled brain inside her head mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is a little bit scary. If this show was a different kind of show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously she's not going to do anything sinister. Although she does creep up on Lizzie to remind her not to get involved with Doc's grandson. That has right. come, who she thinks is a scam artist. Is Lizzie still living with Connie right now, or does Lizzie have her own place? 
Oh, that's a great question. Because they, they, Ricky and Lizzie were going to move in together possibly, but then he mm-hmm. fucked it up. And Lizzie lived with Ricky and his grandma for a while. Because remember, yes. Ricky's grandma was getting annoyed. I think about Lizzie using so much hot water at one point. I think she maybe moved back in with Connie. I think she's back with Connie, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, Aaron, what do you, you know, we're three episodes in. Where do you think preachers are going to go romantically going forward? Do you think Paige is going to come back and screw this up? That that's what I think. But what do you think, Erin? Yeah, I think so. I don't want that to happen. Like I would love for preacher to end up with this woman or just somebody like normal, insane. But I just I think that the pull for Paige is too strong for him, and I can see him like definitely like dating somebody else and then like getting to the point where it has to get really serious and just being like, no, I can't. Mm. Because I think also his obsession with the kid and him having this savior complex, like I don't think that Preacher would also ultimately like he wants to save people. And so I think when he meets these women who are like, you know, the woman from San Francisco or this woman who are like, have their shit together, who are like doing things, making money. I think Preacher's interested in a little bit. These women are like very attractive and interested in him. But I think ultimately, like, he likes the chaos that Paige brings. Well, let's. So I think he'll keep going back. Lest we forget, the reason why he couldn't move or didn't move to San Francisco was because mm-hmm. the kid showed up at his door. Yeah. Remember? That's the reason why he had to stay. Because he could have just moved and been like, I don't know, this kid can just go to an orphanage. And now the kid's gone, he should just go to San Francisco. Yeah. She was going to, like, start a restaurant with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think think they were – she was going to either hire him into a restaurant position or something like that. So I'm going to quiz you guys before we move off a preacher. There was an incredible moment, a a quick – uh, a quick shot of outside of Jack's Bard, one of these first three episodes, where we see the special for the day at Jack's Bar, what the kitchen special was going to be. And it's called the Grizzly Burger. So this is something that Preacher makes, and and everyone in this town is eating the Grizzly Burger. Can either of you, because we've all seen this, what is in a Grizzly Burger at Jack's Bar? Well, it's definitely like meat, right? I mean, there's a meat patty. Is two there two meat, meat patties? patties. Yeah, two meat patties, yep. bacon, yes, mm-hmm. cheese, yes, and pulled pork, and pulled pork. Oof. Yeah, the grizzly burger by preacher, two beef patties, double cheese, bacon, pulled pork. How much is that burger? Fifteen dollars. Uh, Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. That's that is reasonable. That's for that. incredible. Bacon and pulled mm-hmm. pork is is out of control. And bacon not being extra. Bacon comes on it. Yeah, cheese is not is included. All Two for fifteen. Two beef patties, and these are not. You know what we saw? We did glimpse what a beef patty at Jack's bar is because when Jack had to cook, we got that infamous shot of Jack making several burgers, and he makes a thick single patty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I do think that there is a, a fad right now in publishing where where it comes to cookbooks mm-hmm. like fictional worlds cookbooks like the Sopranos cookbook like this of course the famous Sopranos cookbook right the Oz cookbook the Wire cookbook all right. of those famous ones right. the Entourage cookbook right and I think there should be 
a Virgin River cookbook, and it should be oh Jack's menu. I mean, it should be food off of Jack's yes. menu. And yeah. How to make the donuts and the muffins at Connie's little cart. Oh, mm-hmm. that's such a great and and all of Hope's desserts too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and um because Hope every every other episode is cooking up a new dessert and she does talk through the recipes mm-hmm. in these. We get glimpses of, you know, in this one there's an episode where she struggles to remember how many eggs she needs to put into her brownies or whatever it is. And who was the woman from the circle that was <gasps> trying to get into Doc's pants that we all love? And I can't remember her name right now because they didn't mention her name during these episodes. Right, but what, she used to make was some Was it incredible. Buddy or something like that? No, no. It's, it's, we like her. She's the woman who's like the theatrical woman. Yep. She's blonde. She's, she's beautiful. And I can't remember what her name is right now. There's but. so oh, there's so many great treats in this episode in the in this series. Yeah, you could have just all the characters. Muriel. Uh, all, Muriel. Muriel. Yeah, we yeah, love Muriel. Her. Would get a chapter. Uh, of course, yeah, Preacher would be on the cover of it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, and it'd be and, like Ricky's PB and J. Oh, <laughs> Ricky oh. would do nothing. Ricky would forget to like put it in in time, and then he would just. <laughs> Be sad and sulk somewhere. Ricky sucks. Okay, so do we want to? We 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 touched on L- Ricky and Lizzie. Let's, Let's get, get him out it. of the way. Let's get it over with. Ricky, this goof who's afraid of a raccoon who shows up, who's stealing. That just shows the difference between Ricky and Preacher. Is that this raccoon is on the table and he's stealing silverware, and Ricky freaks out and almost pees his pants, mm-hmm. and. He he says to Preach, oh, look, there's a raccoon. Oh, my God. And Preach is like, oh, yeah, that's Bandit. He's just like, you know, I just spray him with a bottle and he goes away. I will say, though, the thing about raccoons is. They have rabies. If you see raccoon during the day, it has rabies. And part of rabies is like there's the rabies that is the like foaming at the mouth rabies. And then there's the rabies that make things like dumb and overly friendly. Mm -hmm. And so. That's what I have. (laughs) <laughs> if you do see a raccoon out around during the day, like, it is really dangerous. It could have rabies, and as we all know, there's no cure for rabies. You just mm-hmm. die a horrible death. So I would say, like, as much as I hate agreeing with Ricky on anything, if I did see a raccoon at Jack's restaurant in the middle of the day, I would also freak out. You got to kill it. It's the re. Whoa. And I don't think rabies is uh, – I remember a very famous episode of Night Court where they uh, – I think – who was it? One of them got bit by a dog that might have had rabies and they just had to get the shots. Oh, yeah. If you get the shots in time, you're okay. Yeah. Th- but so Virgin River, you don't we're out here. People are giving birth on exam tables. Everything is like analog. Their charts are being written down. Do you think that they have the rabies? Y- antidote? Yes. Yeah, because like, they live how- in the woods. I hope so. I hope for all their sake they have it. They might have that above Jack's bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like the wine glasses are hanging from the ceiling and there's you may, rabies shots. You may be able to get oh, a tequila shot. Oh, that's why they're shot. not worried about the raccoon because they're like, oh, you just go and get your shot and everything's fine. Yeah, you get right. a tequila shot, a rabies shot, all the different shots. <laughs> Even if that raccoon has rabies, Ricky still reacts to it. Poorly. That's he's the like, thing. then be proactive, get rid of the raccoon, do mm-hmm. your do your effing job, Ricky. And yeah. I, I almost said it, but I held back. Do your effing job. So 
Ricky and Lizzie had broken up mm-hmm. because Ricky lied. I mean, he's lied several times to her, but the big lie was that he wa- he signed up for the military. Yeah. Oh, he was so annoying when he was like basically telling her, like, come back to me. Let's be a couple again. And she's like, no, you lied to me. And he's like, oh. Is there anything I can do? She's like, Just I don't tell know, me. Maybe. Lizzie has has Lizzie grown on all of us at this point? Oh yeah. I like, I like Lizzie. I do too. Yeah. I think the thing about Lizzie is if you're a hot girl and Lizzie's a hot girl, obviously, yes. mm-hmm. you cannot give boys or men like Ricky a shot because then they think that they've earned that. And they don't mm. realize that you're like kind of slumming it because you're bored and there's no one else around. Like he takes it as like, oh, now this is the level of woman that I deserve. Which is not true. And I it, think that's why, like, now he still thinks he can go after her. It was like, oh, that was, like, a real, like, she was bored, dude. Like, this is, she did not actually have feelings for you. And absolutely. so you had a window where, like, something could have happened and you blew it. She's moving on to Doc's hot grandson, mm. you know? So Doc's hot grandson, who we met <laughs> last season at the end of the season, who comes to the bed and breakfast and says, I'm looking mm-hmm. for my grandfather, Doc. And they are reunited or united, I guess, because they've never met each other. Because Doc never even met his son that he didn't know he had, who mm-hmm. died of a stroke or something or a heart attack. Yeah, what, the he, year before, which is heartbreaking. And so he never even knew that this grown adult man in his 50s or 60s? Oh, so Doc didn't even know that his son existed. No, he just, the only time he's ever seen the face of his grown adult son is in the obituary. Whoa. Because the woman that he knocked up had her sister tell Doc that she was dead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So not even just that she wasn't pregnant or she didn't want to see him anymore, that she was like fully dead, which is... And I get Virgin River is a soap opera, and I love it. We all love it. But the way that it's always the most extreme thing possible to have happen, where it's not just sort of like, we grew apart. It's like, no, you have to tell him I'm dead. And then I have to keep that secret forever. Is wild. Because also, like, he was a doctor. Like, you know, get that child support. Yeah. So do we think that Doc's grandson Mm -hmm. is a scammer? Is Connie correct? I mean, again, like we said, right. it's Virgin River. It's a soap opera. Is he just there to add a element of a love triangle with Ricky and Lizzie? Or is he there to do something more dastardly? Because their date together in the, in the paddle boats was really mm-hmm. cute. Mm-hmm. The way he was asking her questions, she said, you're a stranger. I'm not going to just tell you my life story. I was like, oh, Lizzie's got... Some skills. Mm-hmm. She's got game. And I thought mm-hmm. that was really cute. And it's such a breath of fresh air from Ricky stumbling, bumbling, whatever. Mm-hmm. What would he? What would be the play, though, to run this scam on Doc? Like, obviously, Doc is doing great. Nice house, thriving practice. He's, he, I'm sure he's got a 401k that we'd, we'd all be jealous of. But... If you're going to run this I'm your long lost grandson scam, do you go to Virgin River to run it on the local doctor? 
Uh, to I mean, get written into his will, maybe is what I think. That's what Connie was saying. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I I don't think so. I feel like have we had a case on Virgin River where someone turned out to be bad, where at first they seemed this likable? That's a great question. You know, I don't think they up to this point mm-hmm. we we they usually don't have you fall in love with someone to pull the rug out from under you. And not that we've fallen in love with Doc's grandson, but like you said, they had a cute date. He doesn't seem sinister. I think they would have tipped their hand more if he really was a scammer. Yeah, it's just Connie's adult crime, you know, podcast listening brain. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be more that there might be some shred. Something will come up. This is my prediction. Something will come up where it gives Connie a little shred of evidence to hang on. She presents that to Lizzie or forbids Lizzie from seeing him or like pops her head in the bedroom when they're about to get it on. You know, something where mm-hmm. Connie screws this up. Or does she murder him? Or she murdered. Uh, that's a little extreme. That's a little extreme, but she but may she be has like covered up a murder in the past. Right. Like clonks him on the head with like a rolling pin or something okay. like that. Like yeah. knocks him out, but no brain damage. But I think that's where this is going, and then in the end, Connie will be proved wrong. Okay. But I think we will get an episode that ends on a cliffhanger that points towards maybe he is a scammer. I could see that happening like episode six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron, so what do you think? You think you think he's a genuine person? I Honestly, it didn't occur to me that Connie would be right until you just said that. Because I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, Connie. Like, you know, she's ridiculous. Um, but I think it would be too hard. It would be too weird to for him to somehow know that Doc dated his grandmother and that Doc thought that his grandmother was dead. I mean, unless that's all of that is not his family at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it would be very odd to for him to have no connection to Doc and be doing this. Right. Well, I mean, because it's one of the. Oh, sorry. It, I mean, what if he looked up? What if he was just looking at obituaries and he saw this guy? And he, I just, I guess, yeah, that'd be impossible to make that connection unless you knew the situation. Right. Because it's not like Doc and intimately. this woman have a digital history that he could go to and find, like, oh, based on their Instagram accounts, they dated in 1963. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there's really no way of knowing that unless you were there. There's a part of me, okay, I'm sort of talking myself into he could be a scammer and this would be, like, Ricky's way of redeeming himself. Is like he's the one who discovers it mm. or he slugs this guy, you know, at the moment when this guy turns bad. Like, maybe, but I don't think so. I think Ricky's a dweeb. This guy's cool. He's not a scammer. Do we think Ricky, what's going on with Ricky going in the military? Is he finally going to go and leave us no, all No, he won't. I mean, he's. A, I think he's a regular on the series. And I think wh- where it is now is that he isn't – I don't know the specifics of it because I don't remember, but he's not getting stationed just yet, but he could get his basics over with, but he would have to probably leave pretty immediately, and he's still mm-hmm. tr- wanting to patch things up with Lizzie. So, and the Army is so forgiving in their de- 
in this, like the, the, the army rep comes to the bar and it's like, so you're ready to go. He's like, oh, I need to think about it. He's like, yeah, that sounds good. It's like this dude would be like, get in the truck. Yeah. And you, we own you. Shave your head. Shave your head, get in the truck. Yeah. Give Jack my best because he's awesome. Yeah. But get I'm, your ass on the battlefield. I mean, they shaved Elvis's head. They shaved Elvis. They, so they're going to shave Ricky's head. Yeah. Um, I think that's enough Ricky talk. Well, let's then talk. Hope. Well, do we want to leave that for last? Because we need to talk about Brady. Okay. Let's go. We mm-hmm. need to talk about Brady in prison getting shivved in one of the coolest moves that I've seen where – so these bad guys are threatening him in the prison yard. And Brady's acting all tough and stuff. And so one of the guys comes at him with a shiv mm-hmm. and Brady is able to disarm him and put it to his neck and be like, you need to try try next time, you know, try right. better next time. You come time at the king, you best not miss. Exactly. Energy. And so there was a dude who kind of was hanging out with Brady and being like, that guy hates you. What's up with that dude? And you better watch your back, all this stuff. And... That guy ends up being related to the guy that he disarmed, and as soon as he disarms that guy and lets him go, the guy walks away, and the relative shivs him, and he's like, I'm his cousin. Yeah. And he gets him, and I was like, that is the coolest move ever. That dude was just making it seem like he was going to be his buddy, and then just shivs him. Yeah. And A then, distraction shiving. It's that so was cool. great. And yeah. the like surprise relation. It was yeah. so many tropes just shoved into one little segment. So then the, the Jack's sister, who, you know, was upset that Brady shot her brother, now heard from Jack that it wasn't him. So now she's going to try and make sure that Brady gets out of prison. Mm-hmm. And he does get his bail paid, and we don't know who did it. Mm-hmm. But. Their their old friend from the military, remember this guy, who is now a Fed or something. Right, right. Who is adamant that Brady is still the guy, the guns match, all this stuff. He's the guy that is a scammer. He's, I mean, we know, and we talked about this in the previous episodes in our reviews, we smell a rat with this guy, mm-hmm. he's trying mm-hmm. to get with Jack's sister, and he definitely planted that gun in Brady's car. Yep. Now, we don't know if he's involved in the drug trade or not, or what his deal is, that's the most likely scenario, because I don't think he's doing this just to get with Jack's sister, like ruining Brady's life. There's mm-hmm. some connection between Brady and this guy that runs deeper than I think we know. Mm-hmm. But he definitely, he's definitely a guy that we're, we were supposed to like a little bit, but I think is going to turn out to be a scumbag. Yeah, and I think they've tipped it. See, that's the thing. I think they've tipped it enough towards him that you were never supposed to fall in love with, him. with that guy. Yeah. So yeah, Brady gets shivved, and it, it, it's that first episode ends with like Brady being shivved, laying on the ground, totally out, bleeding out in the 
outdoor courtyard of this jail that we never do see a jail because, like, Virgin River did not build a jail set. No, no, no. They They basically, like, rented a public school uh, uh, playground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And said this is the outdoor of a jail. It's the outdoor lunch area where the kids are allowed to eat. Yeah. Yeah. And no guards are there. There was a double shiving (laughs) <laughs> and the guards responded so slowly. Mm-hmm. Like, people were walking around waving shivs in the air. Yeah, yeah. And no one came. Um, so, yeah, Brady is, like, bleeding out. Then he ends up being okay. Uh, Aaron, what do you think of, because in episode three of this season, I think it was, we get a, a love scene between Brady and Jack's sister. Mm-hmm. That so, was hot. You like Brady. I like the two of them together. I think it's like, it's a, it's like a very actually like difficult love story because like she thinks that he tried to murder her brother. So that's mm-hmm. like is a re- like because you know we always talk about like why aren't these people together right now and it's like that's a pretty good reason. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just I think the two of them together it's like very sexy. And then you know that she is still that into him, and when she c- goes over and then they end up making out, I think it's great. And she's being and, threatened by the drug guys. Yeah. I mean, they're, when they're making out and she asks, like, does your shiv hurt? And he goes, not enough to stop. Yeah, that's great. Cool. Cool. What, that's it, what did I say insane. there? Do you remember what I said? What would said? you say there? Oh, I then I I I thought she was going to ask, can I put my tongue in it? <laughs> in his shiv no, you really ruined the moment. <laughs> that was disgusting. I like Brady it? and Jack's sister- because they're both, as opposed to, like, everyone else in Virgin River, like, they come off as freaks. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they've got mm-hmm. a sleaziness to them, to yes. their looks, to their whole vibe. You know, it's like, listen, Jack and Mel, we love them. They are the ideal, you know, human beings. Yeah. And But they are, like, so perfect. Like, they're both, like, cloud people. Yes. You know? And Jack's sister and Brady, like, they're a couple of sleazes. Yeah, having sleazy sex with an open wound, and it's it's yeah. pretty hot. And they'll de- like she's definitely de- dealt in latex. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, she's def- definitely dealt with that in 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 a, in a past sexual encounter. Mm-hmm. She does seem like she's a little bit freakier. Yeah. Oh, you mean that like full latex costume? Yeah. So yeah what did yeah. you think I was? I, don't, I thought you just meant like she's dealt like, in condoms. She, she so. sold latex. Yeah, or, yeah. Oh no, she dealt in condoms. Yeah. She's dealt latex, if That's you know Clayton's what I mean. Like, yeah, she's freaky. She's she wears condoms. <laughs> I was a little like, what? Okay. She practices. Well, and also I think the thing with Brady and Joey is that um, they're also like only out for each other mm-hmm. in a way that like Mel and Jack are the center of the story because they kind of like interact with everybody and they are involved in everybody else's drama. Like the two of them are like, they're down to kind of like fuck each other and hang out and like be bad and smoke cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that they're like, so it's, it's an interesting, more passionate thing than Jack and Mel, because like ultimately like somebody's going to be skin their knee and Mel's going to have to leave whatever sexy situation they're in. Yes. Although I will say the heat was turned up these first episodes because we got like a sexy scene with Jack and Mel. We got a sexy scene with Brady and Joey. So like I'm very happy with like sort of the progression of those things. Yes. Yes. The, yeah. That Mel. That was a great scene. Jack mm-hmm. and Mel. Mm-hmm. 
Now, let's get to it because we know you have a heart out. Yeah. Thank you. I've heard, yeah. Uh, so let's get to hope because we did not get any hope other than one Zoom maybe last season. Yeah, a couple of Zooms where she would somehow still burst into the Zoom frame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she would she would Zoom bomb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she is out of the hospital, but she has some neurological issues that are making her kind of forget things and be socially inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Hope was always socially inappropriate. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the way they're making her act here is not unlike how Hope always acted. Mm-hmm. She just feels bad about it. Yes. Right? But she's more forgetful, I think, from the mm-hmm. traumatic brain injury. So we did have the thing where she forgot that... Lily was dead. Lily was dead, which was really heartbreaking, especially when Lily's daughter shows up at the game circle and Hope says, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And you could tell uh, Tara is just like, I'm getting close to the people that were close to my mom. And then Hope, <laughs> I mean, Hope makes it all about herself. Mm-hmm. And that was a hard thing to watch because, I mean, you know, you, we saw how close the mother and daughter were there in that situation. And we never really, I mean, we honestly never really saw Hope and her together all that much. Like, they're telling us they were best, best friends, but Hope never really felt like she had a best friend, in my estimation. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was very obsessed with Jack and getting in Jack's business. Yeah, I feel I did- like. That's the, her best friend. If anybody was, she thought Jack was her best friend. Yeah, I did. I do think she and Lily were close, but also they would have had. Yeah, the age of how old Hope is and how old Lily was, I think, is confusing. Yeah, because Lily was still of birthing age, even though she was on the high, high end of it. But <laughs> right, I mean, that was definitely like a. Sur- your last surge of hormones sort of situation. But then hope is, you know, you know, post-menopausal. Way post-menopausal. Know. I think it's, you no, know, but I got that they were good friends, though. I That did make sense to me. Yeah. That didn't well, seem out of nowhere. So um, how do we think yeah. the hope situation is going to, I mean, obviously I feel like she's going to heal up. I mean, that was the thing about is this. Is she the mayor? That's, that's I, I just have to know. Is she still the mayor of, course, of the town? Yes, of course she's still the mayor. Her cognitive yeah. difficulties are not going to get in the way of her not doing anything when it comes to being mm-hmm. mayor like she did for the last three seasons. It's incredible that she's the mayor. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I mean, she does feel like she's starting to get back to normal. Like, she couldn't remember how many eggs she needed to make those brownies. But then by the end of the episode, she made the brownies and Doc seemed to like them. Mm -hmm. Like, I think she's getting to full power. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's getting to full power. And she's also, I think... She's she's not upset about the surprise grandson, which was surprising too. That, yeah, that was a. Great, she took that really well. She's like, "Are you still in a relationship with this woman?" To Doc, he said no, and she said, "So what do I care?" Yeah, what do I care? Which that <laughs> seems unhope like. That's like the brain injury, maybe like doing good for their marriage because I feel like pre-brain injury hope that would have been a big deal, and now she's. She's not as worried about that type of thing. Well, I think the relationship was so long ago, right? In the past that she might. This is hope. Yeah. 
I feel right. like because the relationship would have had to be like, yeah, like fifty five years ago. I think even Hope is like, I can't hold you to things that happened fifty five years ago before yeah. we even met. Yeah, like decades before they met. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing with Hope is Hope loves a secret because mm-hmm. she loves to create a secret. She loves to make up a secret. She loves to keep a secret. She loves to not keep a secret. Mm-hmm. So I think that she was at the end of this train and kind of everybody already knew this and the secret was out. She was like, ah, what do I care? The kind of like the the helium is out of this balloon. Mm-hmm. Now, so. anything else on Hope and Doc? Doc, what else is going on with Doc? I mean, other than him dealing with Hope, other than him also like constantly giving Lizzie jobs, which does make me laugh. Every time, like, he runs into Lizzie, she's, like, made him dinner, and he's like, could you also water the plants? Could you also check in on this? Could you Could you like, fill up my iPod Lizzie's shuffle with hard rock this town together. classic rock? What, yeah. Sorry? No, you remember when she made, she, when he was in the hospital, she brought him mm-hmm. an iPod? That's sweet. They are sweet together. Uh, yeah, Lizzie's a great, she's good people. Yeah. She's was, really great. Was Doc sick in a previous season and had to retire, and now that's not been really touched on the first three episodes? Wasn't he going blind? Uh, um, yeah, there's – yes. So I think the reason he brought in Cameron is it's a succession plan. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And – which is upsetting to Mel because now Cameron has a desk and everything, and she doesn't even have shelf space mm-hmm. in, in, the, in, the, in the kitchen. And – Yes, he is. His health is failing, but that is, I mean, that is why I'm thinking there might be something to this mm-hmm. fact that this kid, his grandson, is coming to try and, you know, he knows something or he, right. whatever. He's like coming to do something. I just don't know. Maybe so not. He's, but. So this this scammer has heard local small town doctor diagnosed with blindness, <laughs> and his thought is like, all right. I get in the will and get this doctor's money when he dies in seven or eight years. Well, Connie posts a lot on Reddit, so I That's wouldn't be true. surprised if <laughs> if he just saw a random Reddit post. Um, yeah, I don't think – I mean, Hope, I'm just so excited she's back. She's not really in the middle of anyone else's business yet, which I'm, like, excited for that to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think we'll know that – the brain injury is fully healed when Hope puts herself in the middle of someone else's love triangle. Yes. Mm-hmm. And spills a secret, which has got to happen. She's got to get She's got to get involved in this whole... I, you know where... I, okay, my prediction is she's going to stir some shit with the Jack Mel new doctor guy situation. Because like, yeah. she's got an in there that it's in... Doc's doctor's office. I think that's where she's going to do some shit stirring. I think she's going to really try and push Cameron out because she wants Jack and Mel to be together. Yeah. And she's going to see him as a obstacle. That So, Aaron, I know you have a hard out, so let's do predictions <laughs> for, the, for the next couple episodes or maybe the rest of the season. Do we think... That the Cameron, Jack, Mel triangle is ever a thing. Like, is there ever going to be a moment? Because we, of course, we know that Mel and Jack are going to be together. But is there ever a moment where we're going to think, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe Cameron and Mel are suited for each other. I think we're going to get. Oh, go for it. 
I mean, I think Jack will start thinking that possibly. Mm-hmm. And oh, he already has a little bit, right? Yeah. And I think as Jack has to spend more time with Charmaine when the babies are born, it's possible. Like, I don't. I don't see Mel cheating on Jack, especially when she may be pregnant with his baby or her dead husband's baby. I mean, she did kind of cheat on him then in that respect last season when she got impregnated with her ex. That, like, Mel being pregnant now still does, like, kind of piss me off as far as, like, it doesn't make sense. It's bizarre. And also it's like... If you're getting implanted with an embryo, it's not a, like, oh, I flew down to L.A., let's get this done situation. Like, it is, like, you... You have to take some medication and there's a timing aspect to it. It's it's like, you know, it's a whole thing. And so mm-hmm. it's just weird that she was like, oh, whoops, I did it. And then not knowing. Uh, well, well, with that then, mm-hmm. do we think this – is there any way that this baby is her dead husband's? It's got to be Mel's, right? It's got to be I mean, I mean it's got to be Jack's. It's definitely Mouse, but it's got to be yeah, Jack's. I think so. I, I'm going to stick with my earlier prediction. It's the husband's, but the, with, like, Jack's support. Okay. Okay. That'll be some kind of, like, first ever, you know, backup sperm really does the job deal. <laughs> um, do I, – I, my prediction with, with Cameron, Jack, and Mel is we will get an episode soon where, like, Jack oversteps his bounds either like with the pregnancy or gets too jealous and the doctor Cameron becomes his shoulder to cry on from from Mel. Well, Jack is going to get drunk. That'll be it. Jack gets drunk. She may even like stay at his place or something's going to happen where like this guy's going to put a blanket over a sleeping Mel. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. You're going to get the blanket uh, on her asleep on his couch scene. Yes. Um, here's something to throw out in the next batch of episodes, because we'll probably next cover four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get the annual big town, you know, like outing episode yet? You know, like first season, we got the square dance episode. We had the season where it was the lumberjack festival. That's got to be coming, right? We got to get it. Is that six or is it going to be seven? Probably a little later. Yeah. yeah, it might be a little bit later because that's where a lot of the the storylines will uh, coalesce and they'll b- cross over and stuff. Always, uh, honestly, probably my favorite episode of each season. Yes, like the, the barn the dance, the yeah, 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 yeah mm-hmm. the carnival, and then. What was the 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 lumberjack festival? The lumberjack festival yeah. that was the best one. Well, how are they going to top it? The lumberjack festival is so hard to top because it was like a full on theme park. We got to see Ricky falling off logs several yeah. times. <laughs> well, and then there was also that like sock hop dance. Remember, in season one. Right, well, right. The the yeah yeah the barn dance the the yeah. square dance yeah barn dance yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, when they first danced together. Uh, it's so funny to think of that back then when they like barely knew each other. They didn't know each other at all. And now a, Jack and Mel are together. What a great But show, the crazy guys. thing is in the timeline of Virgin River, that was like four or five months ago. That's so true. It's so true. Yeah. That was like, <laughs> like the years amount ago. that's happened in such a short amount of time is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um and Charmaine's not gonna give birth in the next three episodes. No. And Charmaine has that might not be a finale. Sh- shown at all still. Are we seeing yeah. any bump? Uh, do we get that birth this season? 
I think so. I think I th- that's a finale. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm with you, Aaron. I think that's a good call. I do think that's a finale birth. Yeah. Um, what if, and I'm not saying I want this to happen, but something I could see happening is Charmaine dies in childbirth and then um, Jack has to fight the husband for the kids. Oh, I mean, that may happen. And then we find out that the kids were not really Jack's or something. Yeah, I don't think the kids are Jack's. I just don't think they are. But but it is a real pregnancy or season one theory. Can't I never still be ha- I never had that theory. I always thought it was a real pregnancy. Just I want to put it out there. Yeah. Um I, I mean th- I think we've I think we've really done it, guys. We have, we have. And yeah, so we will be back mm-hmm. soon with the next three episodes. Yeah. You said four, five, and six. Now these episodes are going to start out on Patreon mm-hmm. and then early access. Whoa. And then they'll make their way to the regular feed. Okay, that's where I listen to them. Yeah, so everybody will be able to listen to these. But if you want early access, you're here. You're a patron, and we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. So I guess until next time, happy watching. Happy watching. Happy watching. He said that so, like, it was pulling teeth. Sorry. All right, Aaron, we got to get you out of here because I heard you have a heart out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.